Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. BECU presents the KISW Financial Advisor. Here to talk money, please welcome Todd. I invented numbers so I know how this stuff works. Peach. That's right, baby. Todd Peach from BECU.org. If you live, work, or attend school in Washington State, you can be a member of BECU. And Todd, uh, man, he's uh, you know got 25 years in the world of finance and uh, has always been super helpful every time he's been on the show. And basically, Todd, you are just like pretty much everybody at BECU when it comes to helping out your members. Uh, yeah, I, we, that's what everybody does, right? At BECU, that's, that's our mission, BJ, is to help you uh, get to where you want to go. And man, you know what? At this point, I, I, I you know what? I, I just, I just want to go to a, a happy place. That's where I want to go. That's that's <laughs> that's what I'm looking forward to. If you got any questions for Todd, two zero six four two one rock. You can also text us at seven seven nine nine nine. Someone just texted him saying, "My partner and I just bought a house together this past year. Uh, we're not married, and therefore we're filing a single. Is there a good way that we can both claim the mortgage tax benefit, or is one of us just screwed?" No, if you're both on the on the deed. Um, you're you're going to have to split it, but um, um, I can look this up if you want to email me. But you should be able to if you're if, if you're both on the mortgage, you should be able to claim half of it on each of your taxes. So um, even though you're not filing a joint return, you're you, know, you're, you're, you're you are in theory paying half the half the interest, right? As well as the the property taxes and everything else that goes with it. You know, Todd, it's when I, you know, back when I got married, which was a thousand years ago, uh, it was, I mean, it, it, the rules were very, very different. We were told never to buy a home until we were married, not to go in halvesies or anything with anybody. Hmm. Has that changed? I mean, is it safe enough from a legal standpoint where you can be sure that you're not going to get, to, you know, it, it taken advantage of if you go into a, a buying a home with somebody uh, if you're not married? Well, I mean, you know, you um, when you say taken advantage of, I guess that's, you know, if you're talking about the tax deduction of interest, that's one thing. But you're going into an agreement with somebody, and if you don't get along, it's very similar to what happens when you get married and you get divorced, BJ, right? Um, you know, if, if somebody's not making that other half of the mortgage payment, then you're you're on the hook for that. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah. You, you potentially – you know, you're, you're, I would treat it as if you were married in the, in the sense that it is a legal binding agreement that if that other person decides they're not going to pay or they're not going to live there anymore, that you're on the hook for the other half of that. So 
look at it that way. And the other part I was thinking of, Todd, what if you're the one that is making the payments? You're the only one doing it. And then when it comes time to sell because you guys decide you can't be together, I mean, who is there? Is there a way? Are you protected to be able to go, look, uh, all my payments are on record, so I should get that percentage of, of the profit? Or do they split it 50 50? I don't know the answer to that question. That's that's a great question, BJ. I mean, that's a, a legal question that there, oh, there probably is a, a different oh, ways that that could boy. go depending on the situation. But um, but if you're going in, you know, you're buying it together, um, you're you're equally on that. Now, you know, who's to say? You know, right now you have fifty fifty ownership, right? Um, but now, if one person, you know, goes ten years and, and pays the hundred percent, does that mean the other person gets fifty percent? If you're not married. Um, I don't know the answer to that, and I and I think that would be up to the you know the courts or whatever uh, in in that situation. That's the tough part is is sitting down with anybody having a, a, a realistic financial conversation because of the fact that love's involved. Whenever love's involved, people go well, whatever. And there are people that put a price on love, meaning. Well, I mean, I gave you the best years of my life. Therefore, I am entitled to whatever half of everything, even though I mm-hmm. financially didn't contribute. There's a lot. That's why you got to have these conversations, even though they're not easy. And even though somebody might throw the L word out there, but it's a business decision. I mean, these are contracts that are being signed that, you yes. know, you could end up getting, well, messed over financially. Absolutely. And, you know, well, love is blind, I guess, right? Is what they say. Oh, you've um, been talking to my wife again? Know, she is, has to be blind. She's a, with me. A hey. good book hey. for those who are getting married or thinking about it. It's called Smart <laughs> Couples Finish Rich. Um, it's a great book to ha- start that conversation uh, because if you do work together, you will, in fact, reach your goals and finish rich. Um, so, what's the name of the David book again? Bach, I believe. So, David Bach, David Bach, Smart Couples uh, Finish Rich, David Bach? Yep, yep, yep. Wow. Great, great books for like, to start that conversation. Um, if you're, you know, if you're thinking about um, getting married, or even if you are married, and if you can have those conversations, um, you will, you will be in great, great shape uh, in the long term. And my wife and I needed to read that book before we went to Target this past weekend. Ah. Oh, really? Oh, you 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 went to Target and and basically like Vegas, you left them a big deposit. Well, I'm just an idiot guy. You know, I'm a sucker for Tatum. When she sees a little stuffed animal, she thinks it's cute. So we found this cute little Mickey Mouse doll. And then my wife's like, "Oh, she needs Minnie too." I'm like, "Ah, why not? What are these like five dollars a toy?" Nope. And then, of course, then there's Olaf, the little snowman oh, thing. And she loves snowmen. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, you know what? She's, she's been good. Let's get them all three. What's that going to be, like 15 bucks? I didn't realize all three of them, they were $10 a pop. Oh, so hey now. If I would have read this book, I would have probably checked the price tag. Only $10? <laughs> I'm surprised. That's a deal. They're, dude, they're like three inches. They're <laughs> tiny. They weren't like very Jeez. big. These stuffed animals. So that makes sense. Then that's why, yeah, because uh, I'm with Danny. I was like, well, $10 seems pretty uh, pretty cheap for a And then my wife's giving me a hard time about it. I'm like, you're the one who offered the other options. Like, I thought we were just getting Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Next thing you know, we get Minnie and Olaf. So your wife is. So your wife gives you the options. You decide to be a good guy, and then she yells at you for being a good guy. All right, it seems like a perfect situation. She didn't yell at me, but it was more just like giving each other a hard time. It's not like all of a sudden I'm getting yelled at in the parking lot of Target. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Oh man, I pay money to see that. See, that's when you can tell it's not. That's when you can tell it's not a northeast relationship because that would be what would happen in the northeast parking lot of Target. Yeah. But at that point, you can't just take the toy away from the child, right, Todd? I mean, I can't just be like, "Oh well, it's thirty dollars. You're only getting one of them now." Bro, that's a tough one, Todd. Yeah. How do you? What do you? What do you tell people like Steve and their children that want everything? Look at the price tag. 
<laughs> well, I mean, what, what, with my kids, I've always said wants or needs. Um, and it, it's been kind of ingrained in their head as we go shopping and teaching the difference between a want and a need. And ask them, is that a want or a need? Oh, she needed and it. Uh, over time, they'll learn that. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, my my daughter was in high school. And I think she went shopping with my neighbor. And my neighbor mentioned, well, what's, you know, she mentioned this I don't, wants and needs thing. What's that? And, and so I'm like, oh, um, okay, I guess it worked. So, um, yeah, wants and needs. So is it a want or is it a need? And then you can make that decision um, on, you know, whether they whether they need it or want it. So, I don't think, and then uh, they can make their own choice if they uh, decide not to buy something. I don't think anybody in this room, I don't think I have, I don't know if Steve and Danny have, I don't think we raise our kids that way. I think we're in trouble. Is it too late if they're in their 30s to, to raise them that way? Uh, <laughs> uh, pro- probably a little too late. Damn yeah, it! DJ, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's I more think like, that train, train left the station. <laughs> yeah, it's more like wants or wants or wants in ours. It's like, does dad want it, does mom want it, or does the child want it? One of yeah. us wants it for her. Yeah, there, I mean, you, you, sometimes you think maybe this will make the kid like me. Maybe this will have the kid be quiet. I mean, those those wants turn into needs if you want a little peace. You know, if you need a little peace and quiet, you're like, yeah. here you go. Here's Olaf. The best $10 <laughs> I've ever spent. That's true. All right, oh, someone man. has a question. It has nothing to do with Olaf, Mickey, or Minnie, but they All say, right. I just got married, and this year will be our first year filing taxes. Is it more beneficial to file jointly or separate? Thank you. Yeah, you're, um, if you're going to do it yourself, the, um, you can easily switch back and forth. But 99.9% of the time, joint, joint return is probably going to be the way to go. But, but you can, if you use a software such as TurboTax, you can easily click on, you know, the button. It, 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 if you were to file individually or joint, what that, what that would look like. But joint's probably going to be the way to go. Um, I've never encountered it myself where, um, you know, filing individually was, was better than the joint option. We're talking to Todd Peach from BECU.org, and that's where you go if you want to join BECU. And if you live, work, or attend school in Washington State, you can actually be a member. And uh, credit unions, man, give you everything a bank does, except that credit unions work for their members. That's how it is. All the profits get really turned back into the company to benefit the members rather than just trying to make money for a few folks in a, on a board of directors somewhere. Uh, Todd, how you know people do like to do stuff themselves, especially if they feel like from a financial standpoint, you know what, I, I don't need to go get my taxes done by uh, uh-huh. You know, by a company or whatever, but still, uh-huh. financial and a financial advisor is something a lot of folks don't think they need. Yet, it would I've found to be valuable. So, what do you tell those do-it-yourselfer folks, like you know, that really could use some like 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 a question just like that one answered? Where do you send them? What does BECU got for them? Um, I mean, obviously, we have financial advisors too, BJ, that anybody can talk to, and there's no there's no fee or, or anything. And so, if you do, you know, have some questions or need some direction, um, certainly that's one way to go. If you do have a plan at your work, um, talk to your human resources, um, and, and I'm sure that company, whoever that may be, um, has people that can help you. So, if you're looking at directing your your, your retirement savings and which one should I go into or how much can I contribute? Um, I'm sure there's resources there. So there are, there's a network of folks that are out there. Um, but you're going to have to take the time, um, to educate yourself and find those resources. So again, BECU members, we have, we have people that can help you with, with those retirement questions. We don't have tax experts per se on, on staff, but, um, but, but we can certainly, you know, probably get you in the right direction. And if you need any canine help, uh, BCU has some dogs in the background willing to help out as well. Oh, look yeah, at that's, that. my, my, that's my Amazon dog. She's downstairs, and I, I tell you, if anything is out front, she's letting us know. So that's my awesome. apologies. Oh, no, oh, that's, a, 
Well, that's fantastic, especially if there's a porch pirate problem. You will at least know if somebody's <laughs> on your porch. Hey, someone yeah, has a, I know. Uh, I know when they don't. I know before they text me that the package's been delivered. Let's put it that way. So, dude, I know, don't even get me going on that. It's like we have a doorbell and we have it disengaged, so that way our dog doesn't lose its mind. And then all of a sudden, they knock on the door too. I'm like, you know, the doorbell is exactly what it's there for. <laughs> like, why do you have to knock on our door? We have a child sleeping, dogs barking. It's crazy in our house. <laughs> You got a sign. You need to put a sign out. Do not knock on my door. Child sleeping. Well, that was the best part dog. about the ring cam because we have it so it doesn't chime in the house. It just goes off on your phone. Yeah, uh, you know, still outsmarting you with the old fashioned on knock. the door. I'm like, is, is this package that important? You have to bang on my door. <laughs> oh, wow. Sorry that I don't want your thing to get stolen, so I let you know it's there. My bad. All right, someone has a question for Todd. It says, my All husband's right. getting ready to retire, and he has more than enough in his deferred comp account to pay off the mortgage. But if we take it all out at once, it's going to put us in an insane tax bracket. How do we use the deferred comp to pay off the mortgage without paying huge taxes? Do we just let that account make the monthly payment or take out enough to pay a year's worth of the mortgage? We'd really like to use that money to pay off the mortgage, but the tax penalties are crazy. Do you understand yeah, I mean, all that, that uh, I, Todd? I think we- Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, do you understand all that? I was I was trying to follow along. They're going to get. Why would they get a yeah. penalty? Because they're going to get paid a, a big sum of money, and that will. It's put not in penalty. A- it's just that they're going to be paying more in income tax, right? As they as they take more out. So as you go up the tax bracket. So, oh, if you will, okay. Um, and so it's just a withdrawal. It's a tax withdrawal strategy. Um, you know, whether it be the mortgage or any other debt or what you're trying to trying to do. Um, I, I don't think that. You know, having a mortgage is not uh, the end of the world bad thing, right? I mean, you know, it depends on what your interest rate is. If you're telling me you're at 10% interest, well, that's another conversation, but you shouldn't be. Um, so I would, I, I guess, personally, I would sit down and, and you could run some numbers on, um, you know, withdrawal, how much you take out, what, you know, what your marginal tax bracket is going to be, um, because you have other, if you do have other income outside of just the retirement that you're withdrawing from, you want to take that into consideration as well. Um, but you could, um, you, you could reach out. This is a good time for a financial advisor, like you said, BJ, if you don't feel comfortable doing yourself. Um, but, you know, run some numbers. If I take out 5,000, 10,000, 20, whatever, you know, what is my tax? implications going to look like to you know to get that mortgage paid down but but if your interest rate is really low on a mortgage it may not make sense to to go ahead and, and pay that off you may just want to make continue making the minimum payments and let it pay off and put that money to use somewhere else so this would be a great time to sit down with somebody and uh, run those numbers and, and talk it through so you're not making a mistake yeah, it is pretty. It's, it's a pretty simple equation, Todd. You just figure out what is the you know what's the the most interest, and that's what you basically do that will help you get rid of the most interest, right? Yeah. Well, in this case, we're talking about you know trying to minimize our taxes as well, right? So this is a, a really a tax question um, um, as as well, because if so, the question is should I be paying off my mortgage all the way and re, you know withdrawing and and not necessarily. Um, it might it might make more sense just to be make continue to making those minimum payments and taking out as min, you know as little as you can from that retirement planning and letting that money continue to grow. Yeah, that makes sense. Obviously, if it's going to cut, yeah, if I'm going to pay more in taxes than I would save on the interest, then that makes a lot of sense. It's just yeah, about the, the, is the so it's really a, going. it's a tax financial advisor question. Where not having the numbers and the whole situation in front of me, I can't answer that, but. Um, uh, but I'm just I guess I'm saying that, you know, you want to run those numbers and and having a mortgage is not necessarily a bad thing. We, we need to look at the big picture. 
And that's what's cool about BECU is they got people like Todd that could help you get those answers. And if they don't have them, they can steer you in the right direction. Again, if you live, work, or attend school in Washington State, you can be a proud member of BECU. Just go to BECU.org. Maybe you'll get an Amazon dog, too, that'll let you know when your packages arrive. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows what can happen for you? Todd, always good talking to you, buddy. You too, BJ. Thanks so much. Take it easy. BJ and Migs. Mornings on The Rock. 99.9 KISW. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.